0: hello friends and welcome back to the all things new podcast thank you so much for tuning in for another episode i hope that you guys have been doing well and that you've been having a great week so far and i don't have any you know i don't feel like talking about the weather so we're just gonna get right into it um so today's episode is titled living in communion with the Lord. Now, typically I write like exhaustive notes and points, but I haven't done that because I've asked the Lord to just speak through me. Um, So I have a couple of verses that I'm going to write down, but I'm just kind of trusting that the Spirit will have his way and that I will speak what he wants me to. Um, And that's usually not what I do. But since I've been talking a bit more, about relationship with the Lord, that's kind of what, I'm like kind of leaning into him in that, and I am just kind of trusting that he will give me the words, Um, and I of course have things that I could say, and I will probably say them, but I am wanting the Lord to speak, so yeah, so I want to start with reading a small portion of Psalm chapter 91, which I have read a couple of times if i'm not mistaken on the podcast already but i wanted to read it again because i'm not going to read the whole thing just a couple of verses but it is impactful and i love it so much i'm just going to be reading verses one and two which say he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty i will save the lord He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. The secret place is something that is so important in the life of a believer. It's having this this place in your spirit where you can meet with the Lord and doesn't just have to be Um, at a church where it doesn't have to be in a specific environment but internal like this internal secret place and I'm going to talk about the secret place in another episode because it's something that I find very intriguing and interesting and it's I'm a little passionate about it but within our spirit there should be this secret place um, where we can meet with the Lord and where there's no separation like it just a place like in your mind and your spirit and of course it's helpful to have a physical environment um that's less distracting but a lot of us are very busy and yes it's important to have those moments with the lord where you're like setting aside time and that's beautiful and that's crucial um however The secret place isn't just somewhere where we come and go. It should be where we live. So this verse says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So he who dwells, not he who comes in and out. He who dwells, he who lives there in the secret place of the Most High. He who communes with the Lord, he who fellowships with the Lord, He who rests in the Lord shall abide under his shadow, shall live under his wings, under his protection, live in his presence. And that's something that is absolutely beautiful, but that's what we were made for. We were made to commune with the Lord. We are wired to worship him, and we often find idols in our lives that we end up worshiping opposed to God and at the end of the day we were created to worship Jesus that's what we were created to do and there are distractions there are things that we become intrigued by things that seem exciting and fulfilling in the moment but they are so like empty there's there's nothingness it's vanity but in jesus we find everything we need in psalm 23 it says the lord is my shepherd i shall not want i lack nothing everything i need is in him there's no need to search all over there's no need to look where he is not because he has it all he has everything that you will ever need you can satisfy the deepest longings of your soul In order to receive that satisfaction we must commune with him and when I say communion with the Lord it's like think of like breaking bread with someone or just sitting down and having an intimate conversation you see a lot of times in the Gospels Jesus sits with sinners and has meals with them and that is something about his character that I absolutely love it's that He's drawn to those who society rejects. He's drawn to those who are not behaving in a socially acceptable way. He's drawn to those that are outcasts. And he's drawn to those that people despise or that people look away from. He's drawn to those people. The people that everyone avoids. That's exactly who he goes to. That's who he is and that's his heart. And he has the same heart for you. Like, he loves you so much. He loves spending time with you. He loves it when you come sit with him. He enjoys communing with you more than you can enjoy communing with him, which is mind-blowing. Um, but he's just so good and wonderful, and communion with him is so important in our lives. Because what's the point if we don't know him? There's no point. It's vain. What's the point of works if we're doing them just to do them and we don't love Jesus? What's the point? There is no point. We are saved by faith, not not by works, right? Of course, I think that works are definitely a byproduct of being saved. However, they don't make you saved. But our faith in Christ, that's that's what we need. And he didn't just, like, Jesus didn't die on the cross just for you to be complacent. He died for you to be intimate with him, to know him. Not just know of him, but know his heart. That's what he desires. He desires to show you who he is. He desires to open up a new world of discovering his heart. That's what he has for you. He loves to commune with you. And he died for that, that you can commune with him with no barriers. We don't have to rely on advocacy because he became the advocate. We don't have to do a certain thing or a certain ritual. We just come. just put our mind on him we just say his name we just begin speaking and there you go it really is that simple (laughs) but forming a relationship with him is so special and so beautiful and having moments with the lord is just that's what makes our lives so rich and beautiful it's these moments that we spend with our creator it's these moments when we or doing what we were created to do what we were designed to do when we look at genesis the very beginning like chapters two and three we see that god creates you know everything and then he creates man and woman and they are not separated um from god prior to the fall if they walk with him daily that's what he made you for created you to walk with him daily, not to have any barriers or boundaries, not to have anything coming between you. He created you to be close, created you to be near. That's what his heart wants. His heart wants your heart. (laughs) He wants to capture your heart, make you his. There's no point if we don't commune with him. There's no point if we don't search his heart. There's no point if we don't pursue him. It's all about him, meeting with him, sitting with him, knowing him, loving him, falling in love with him. It's not about oh can i appear spiritual or oh could i do this or that or oh can i accomplish this oh could i get this opportunity oh could i get the microphone oh could i do this not about that and of course there's nothing wrong with those things but the glory belongs to jesus he alone is worthy to receive our praise and our our honor and our worship and we make the mistake so many times of glorifying things that are not him and then we eventually become idol worshipers because we worship different things we worship an idea or an image that is not him we were created to fellowship with him to commune with him to sit with him and not just pray something like five minutes like oh thank you for this day there's nothing wrong with that but he wants to sit with you for a while he wants to transform your heart he wants to make you new he wants to speak he has so much to speak to you but in order for us to recognize his voice you must spend time with him similar to our friends and family the more we spend time with them the more we get to know them we recognize their voice you know we like in a crowd you can recognize their voice out of hundreds of people of hundreds of voices it's the same thing with the lord like his voice is more faint when we don't know him but when we know him his voice becomes clearer we are able to distinguish his voice from things that are not his voice, right? We must sit with him and enjoy him. There's a beauty in intimacy with the Lord where we get to this place where we just enjoy him, where we just want to sit with him and we don't have an agenda. We're not looking for something to gain but we're just looking to abide, we're just looking to rest in Him, and we're just looking to commune with Him. That's what you were made for. You were created to commune with Jesus. You were created, you were wired to worship Him. And we will be the most fulfilled the closer we are to Jesus, the closer we get to Him because that's what we were created for. That's your purpose. People get confused about their purpose, asking questions like, oh, what's my purpose? What's my calling? Well, the Lord, yes, gives us each callings and purposes and plans, but your ultimate calling is to sit at his feet. Your calling is to Be close to him. Your calling is communion with him. And of course, things like decisions or, you know, wisdom will result out of communion with him because we hear his voice and we receive direction and he guides us and leads us. But you weren't created to be successful in the eyes of the world. You were created to commune. With the Lord. That's your purpose. If you wonder what your purpose is, that's it. Your purpose is to pursue the heart of God, your purpose is to commune with Him, to know Him, to love Him. That's your purpose. That's why you were created. There's another verse that I had written down that I'd like to read. Um, It comes from Acts chapter 4. Um, and it's verse thirteen, and it says, Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marvelled, and they realized that they had been with Jesus. I love that last part so much; they realized that they' had been with Jesus in this little in this chapter, there were like some you know like miracles and stuff and boldness. That Peter and John were speaking with this was after the Holy Spirit fell for the first time in Acts chapter 2 so this is chapter 4 and they had they knew like that these guys were not like super educated like the Pharisees or the Sadducees and you know they they knew that they were untrained but there was a boldness and a wisdom that came out of their mouths as they were given this boldness from the Spirit and the conclusion they came to was they're like these men have been with Jesus when you are living close to the Lord and you are communing with Him, there is a fruit that comes from that, and it will be undeniable that you've been with Jesus, and that is what that is something that's so beautiful that should be your goal, your goal shouldn't be oh, I want to do this or accomplish that and, you know, be great for whatever reason. There's nothing wrong with having goals and ambitions and dreams. But your number one goal is to be with Jesus. And the Lord has has given us, you know, the great commission to spread the gospel to the world. How are we to spread the gospel to the world if we are not? embodying the character of jesus if we're not showing what he's like to the world if people don't know we've been with him how will they receive the word it's not that they can't but we must live in communion with jesus we must live close he desires to live close to you he doesn't want to just be far away he doesn't want to be distanced. No, he wants you to come close and closer and closer and closer. He wants the depths of your heart. And he wants you to discover him. I genuinely believe that the Lord like gets really excited when we learn more about him, when we receive new things from him, revelation or or passage from his word it is opened up in a way we've never seen or heard. And I th- I genuinely think he's just like looking back laughing like wow like this is awesome just knowing like like we're getting closer and there this journey of growing closer to the Lord will never end because he's so deep and I think that's another beautiful thing about communion with him it's that this communion will go on for eternity he will forever be searching out the heart of God he will forever be Pursuing his heart, and I think that is just so wonderful and so beautiful And so if you have been living A complacent lifestyle If you've been living lukewarm if you've been doing the bare minimum, and I understand I have been there I've been busy and I you know kind of slacked off stopped prioritizing my relationship with the Lord and things got busy and I just, you know, like Sunday became, was, has been, you know, in several seasons, seasons of my life, Sundays have been my spirituality for the week. And that should be the opposite. It should be every day, every, these small sweet moments we have with the Lord. That is our life. Like churches should be the cherry on top. We should be meeting with God daily in our lives, inviting him into every part of our lives, not feeling as if we have to exclude him unless it's a church event or function or service or if it's something spiritual. We need to invite him into every part of our lives. So if you are in a place of complacency, know that the Lord is not upset with you. He's not angry. But he longs for your heart he deeply desires for you to spend time with him he like craves to know to like he knows you already but he craves to spend intimate time with you like he that's what his heart wants his heart wants you and so answer his call answer his invitation to receive him Respond to his knocking on your door. Receive him, know him, sit with him, abide with him. Be still and know that he is God. This is what you were made for. You were designed to worship and adore and enjoy and savor Jesus Christ, that is your purpose. So if you've fallen away from that, it's never too late to come back. Like the story of the prodigal son, the father sees his son coming back to the home after he wasted his time and money and resources and did shameful things, things that he was embarrassed about. And the son was thinking, okay, maybe I can just get what the servants have because they, they've got it better than me. The father sees his son and he runs to him. He's so delighted that his son is back home. And that's what it's like when you come back to the secret place. He's so overjoyed to have you come back. He's like waiting for you to come back. It's never too late. He really loves to be with you. And he longs to to share himself with you. And he longs to have. Communion with you. So I encourage you if you ever have lived in a season of complacency or spiritual dryness, and not necessarily because um, it's just a spirit of drought, but or a season of drought, but because you kind of slacked off, it's never too late. You can always come back. Um, Ideally, you won't leave, but. Um, and I think there are also seasons of times and we can spend more time with the Lord in one way versus another. But generally what I'm trying to get at is you were created to live close to the Lord. He made a way for you to get to him without a mediator because he's the mediator. He became the mediator for us on our behalf. And now you're co-heirs with him just incredible absolutely incredible so communion with jesus is one of the most important things it actually is the most important thing in your life with the lord so i encourage you to get back to the secret place get back to communion with him that's what you were made for. You will never be more fulfilled than you will be when you spend time with Jesus. Because that's what you were, that's your, pur- that's your purpose. That's why you're here. Not to accomplish this or that, not to get married, not to have kids. Like, of course, these are things that the Lord has put on our hearts and has created and has designed. But your purpose is not that. Your purpose is to know Jesus. So I encourage you today, he's calling for you. His heart longs to be close to you. Accept that invitation. The word says, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. Call out to him. Get to know him. He's so beautiful. You will change everything. It's so much more than just going to church and praying and like, these little prayers like go go deep. He wants you to go deep. He he wants to show you those deep things. The deep things which you do not know of. He really desires to show you those things. So ask him. Ask him about those things. Ask him what moves him. Ask him about his heart. Ask him to show you parts of him that you've never even thought about or that you've never recognized, that you've never even considered. he is so he's just excited to show you himself so i encourage you to commune with the lord to meditate on him to spend time with him to be with him to enjoy him and to know him because that's exactly what you were created to do that is all i've got for today's episode thank you guys so much for tuning in and it was a little diff diff than normal Um, but it's been on my heart, and the next couple of episodes will be similar. I'm just talking about communion with the Lord, relationship with Him, because that's kind of what's been on my heart. And I know, like, I talk about dating a lot, and I enjoy it, and I have some more topics I want to talk about. But for now, um, this is what the Lord's having me do. So I'm just being obedient. But it's also something that I feel very passionate about. So it's something that I'm really excited to share, and um, I'm excited for the Lord to use me um, in this, and I'm grateful for this opportunity. So, um, thank you guys again for tuning in for another episode. If you haven't already given a rating or review, I would really appreciate that. That would mean so much. It would make me so happy. Other than that, that is all I got for y'all. I love you guys so much. And thanks again for tuning in for another episode. And I will talk to y'all next Tuesday. Ciao.